Hi, and welcome to Hack the Net, where every week we delve into the darkest recesses of the internet to try to find something interesting or even comprehensible. I'm Matt Heron. Uh, I'm Jeff Crash Override Kowalski. I said that one already, didn't I? Yeah, probably. I'm Louisa Heron. Stack Overflow. That's you, Jeff. (laughs) That's, 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 I think, the one I wanted. Um, Is that a a sex thing now? I I only know it as the computer science thing. Um, No, I think, uh, I feel like Stack Exchange is a tech help forum. No, it's pronounced Stock Exchange? Yeah, Mm. that's what I meant. Mm. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. from the movie. Was that worth it? Yep. Louisa, you're a stockbroker, right? Yeah, buy low, sell high. Oh, oh! Yeah, that's a tip for me. Keep wow, that one your thanks. Head. You're really mm-hmm. giving, giving away the money to the, our listeners. The money. Yeah. Giving away the money to our listeners. Money yep. podcast, yeah. Show me the money, etc. <laughs> yep. We're Big. recording this one after a day of work, and I feel like I don't have the energy to keep going on some of these you can't start. You can't start apologizing <laughs> for this episode before we even begin I'm not, talking. I'm explaining. I refuse yeah. to apologize. No. But I have explaining. Louisa's listing the problems of the podcast and then saying it's not her fault. She's doing a we didn't start the fire for the show. Yeah. Jeff, I put that song at the end of the episode. Okay, I will. Good. Yep. We we missed that joke last episode, and everyone was very mad at me. Really? Did anyone say anything to you about it? By everyone, I meant meant you too, when I said everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're always very mad at you. That's unrelated. Yeah. Yeah. We're always in a standoff where we each have a gun pointed at the other two. (laughs) Yeah, that's how we record. That's our our microphone setup. Oh, (laughs) we definitely made that joke before. Damn it. Oh, no, really? I have face blindness, so I don't know which of the two of you to shoot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The answer is both of us, obviously. (laughs) Definitely. That's why you have two guns, Jeff. Think about it. Yeah, I have to be sure. (laughs) (laughs) One of us only dies if you shoot us in the brain, and the other one only dies if you shoot us in the heart. Let's not talk about shooting anymore. Remember that? You have to remember that the evil Louisa has a goatee, but then the evil Matt doesn't have a goatee. Oh, -hmm. Oh, wait, maybe this is the evil Matt, and the good one's somewhere else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The good one is is Austin Powers. (laughs) Why? I don't know. It's something to say. Good job. Yeah, yeah, I had to come up with a joke. Oh, God. Is it going uh, off the rails already? Everything's... Okay, guys, guys, I am panicking so early in the podcast. I have a, no, fu- I, I have a fun fact for you guys. I um, was looking up the um, origins of Austin Powers because we put it on the like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, surprisingly, it's not that funny. Uh, there are a couple good jokes. Whatever. Weeks ago, you said you needed to rewatch it, and both Matt and I called you on that, that you do not need to rewatch it, and you seem like you'd never considered the idea that maybe you don't need to, but I guess you've convinced yourself you did need to. It kept showing up on Amazon Prime, so I just put it on. I think we watched... I don't think we watched the whole thing. Um, It just came on by itself. Maybe we did watch the whole thing. I mean, we weren't doing anything else. Everyone else was just, like, sitting on the couch on their iPad and continued to do so while the movie was playing. Um, A glowing review from Jeff Kowalski. It's... Yeah, I mean, it's surprising to realize, I think this was a trend around the time, like the the mid to late 90s, is movies that were ostensibly comedies for adults, but were very, very clearly made for children between the ages of 12 and 16. And by children between the ages of 12 (laughs) and 16. Like, that movie's only rated PG-13. It's for kids. It's a children's movie. Yeah, Yeah. but for, like, shitty children that you don't want to have to spend any time with. Yeah. Um, anyway, I wanted to know, like, why did he make this movie? Um... And I did find out why. Uh, Is it because he wanted to do a new accent? <laughs> yeah, they gave him a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah, that was the main thing. The character originates in the fake band that's in all those interstitial segments. Mm-hmm. That Makes came sense. that came first, and he yeah. performed it on Saturday Night Live or something. Of course. And then he was trying to think of fun uh, phrases that this... Uh, British, like, foppish 60s guy would say, and he came up with, yeah, does that make you horny? And then wrote a movie based on those that idea. (laughs) The idea of... That's a great premise for a movie. That character says stuff like, does it make you horny? Is that that 60s slang? Like, would you actually say 
Does that make you horny in the 60s, though? Yeah, I wonder. Because, like, horny has had a big comeback as the word meaning sexually aroused. Yeah, um, it seems anachronistic to me that it would be in the 60s, but I don't know. Can we all agree it sucks? Yeah, oh, it's the worst the possible. Thing about, the thing about it is, like, if anyone ever earnestly said that they were horny, I would be so grossed out. It doesn't <laughs> matter who it is. That just sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, it upsets you so much. <laughs> it really does. It's a gross word. <laughs> Guys, I found on Stack Exchange, uh, speaking of. Oh, yeah? The, Are you buying like, phone selling hack? No, I searched uh, oh. horny etymology, and the first result was a question on Stack Exchange, people asking about it. Oh, was it, do I make you horny? <laughs> uh, yeah, Austin Powers. One by uh, Mr. A. Powers? <laughs> <laughs> Austin P. from London. Uh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's it was like was coined in the 1870s or 1880s. Oh, yeah, that's always true for things like oh, people said the word cool in 1800. Yeah, but when did it become the slang that it is now? It was used that way in the 1800s. I'm gonna look at on Urban Dictionary. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, you do do it right. Do it. it was uh, <laughs> it Urban says, Dictionary is full of so much trash. I know that's why I'm whatever. doing it. <laughs> Definitely in use by 1889, perhaps as early as 1863. So they could have been saying it in turn of the century, uh, grand uh, story. Meet me in St. Louis. Sure. Is there a song about that in that movie? <laughs> about yeah. the World's Fair, 1906? Meet me in St. Louis, Louis. Meet me at the horny <laughs> fair. I don't know. This is garbage. It feels Everything like a type of word that Shakespeare invented, even though I know for a oh, fact yeah. now, having looked it up, that he didn't. Oh, but he mentioned cuckold's horns a lot, and I bet for a long time oh, there yeah. was... Uh, you wouldn't want to say horny to be, like, uh, amorous, because... The, the, there's too much crossover uh, slang-wise in the, in the cuckold forms, right? But now, yeah. in the modern day, we realize that cu- cuckolding does make us horny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so much porn about it. Yeah, it's the majority <laughs> of porn, I'm, I'm convinced now. Uh, okay. uh, well, what were we talking about? Austin Powers? <laughs> we were talking yeah. about Austin Powers' cuck fetish. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet probably. he has one. Yeah. Yes, agreed. Yeah. But I mean, also, you can watch, you can watch, like, four and a half hours of him running around going like, oi, govna, like over and over and see if he, if he has a cuck fetish by watching, probably, but Does no one Wayne's will. Does Wayne's World hold up? Does what? Uh, I, Does Wayne's World hold up? I bet. Yeah, I mean, I saw it maybe ten years ago. It seemed pretty good still. Is it because of Dana Carvey? Did he need yes. that second heat? <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think that Wayne's World definitely also falls in the genre of Comedy for adults, but actually it's for children. But I think yes. it probably holds up way better than Austin Powers. I feel like agree with original- you there because it came out when I was a teen, and yeah, we watched it sleepovers and stuff. I I feel like the original premise of Wayne's World was the same as the premise for that internet meme of um, uh, Stephen. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Universe. Buscemi. Steve oh. Buscemi with the, like, hello fellow teens. Right, yeah. yeah. Right? Because, like, yes. I remember watching those Saturday Night Live sketches and they're pretending to be slacker teens, but they're both in their 30s. Yeah, but it's far more egregious when they let Martin Short play a literal child in that dumb movie he got to be in for some reason. Oh, remember yes, that? for sure. Well, everything Martin Short does is far more egregious than anything yeah. else. No, That's he's true. truly execrable. Um, I cannot believe I still get absolutely like incensed, furious at the fact that he ruined the good seasons of Arrested Development by having an episode in each season. <laughs> what the fuck, man? That's so fucking weird. Okay. Guys, I think Mike Myers might have just aged really hard. He turned 30 the uh a- after bo- like the year Wayne's World 2 came out. What? Okay. Well, yeah, he was born in '63, and that movie, the second one came out in '93. The, does, those two movies only came out a year apart. Well, that's fine. But anyway, he was in his late twenties when he was pretending right. to be a teen. Yeah. It just seems he definitely looked like when you said he was in his thirties. I was not trying to debunk you. I was like, yeah, he absolutely was. Yeah. Um, but like, he wasn't. He just looked like that in his twenties. Okay, I guess. Was that that the first of the Saturday Night Live uh, shitty cable access show sketches? Were there others? 
Yeah, yeah. There was that one with the goth kids later on with, um, do you know what I'm talking about? I, Sounds yeah. vaguely familiar, it's, but I don't. It's, it's not that important. Uh, I, I don't know if it was the first, but the thing is, it was maybe the first, uh, with the framework of cable access, but before that, they had a lot of those, like, fake infomercials or fake, like, hmm. local TV ones. Yeah, I just feel like they have a very specific line of, of episode, of, sketches that are fake cable access with that one and like the pet show or whatever yes and the bostonians that more recent one where um uh, 80 what's her name is the friend of the popular high school girl who has a show for some reason <laughs> i don't know that one but Nikki i believe you yeah. yeah 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 um what why is that so funny to lorne michael specifically <laughs> Probably because it's easy to uh, have the setup for. Making fun of people who are slightly less good at television than you. Yeah. Does he have yeah. a sense of humor? <laughs> yeah, who knows? I don't know. Although, I did watch uh, a couple episodes of his new show, Los Espookies. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that is and, very funny. Chris and Leah really, really love that show. It's, it's very um, good. I highly recommend it. If you have an HBO subscription, you should watch it. I watched an episode or two. It seems fine. Yep. Um, it's, I didn't, it's like Fred Armisen is one of the creators, I think. I know he's one, he's one of the yeah, uh, he's producers an and producer. he's on the show. Yep. Um, but it, that seems weird. Like, does he, well, I, does he the, speak Spanish like in his life? Yes. He's Hispanic. Yeah. You didn't know that? Mm-hmm. He's he did that from, episode of Parks and, he did that episode of Parks and Recreation well. where he spoke Spanish the whole episode. In what? What show? Parks and, Parks and Recreation? Oh, I didn't watch that show. Oh. I think he might be from Venezuela, uh, I his, his mother is a Venezuelan immigrant. Yes. I, the I the story I heard talking. was that he wanted, he pitched the show to HBO because he wanted to create more opportunities for Spanish-speaking and accented performers. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, It's pretty it funny, works, yeah. It works really well with the aesthetic of, like, Telemundo kind of vibe yeah, that you get. I don't know. I never watched it. Well, I never have either, but I know what the aesthetic is. Yeah, because you, you see it, and you will put it on while you're doing something else when you don't feel like watching <laughs> yeah, a show. And I threaten to kill myself whenever something goes bad for one of my favorite characters. Uh, when uh, you're done with all the Austin Powers movies and there's nothing else to put on the background, <laughs> that's when you get to film them. Yep, uh-huh. every day. And every then- day I watch all of the Austin Powers movies, and then when it's over and I feel like I have nothing to live for, I watch Telemundo. Yeah, I put on Univision, and uh, Austin Powers is on dubbed in Spanish. <laughs> it's a whole different experience, you see. Oh, God. <laughs> It's like those people who recommend the way to watch the Star Wars prequels is you put on the, like, French audio and the subtitles, because then it seems like a cheeky foreign film instead of a bad American film. Hmm. You could just not watch it, though, is what I do. Yeah, you could just also not watch the bad movies. Yeah. Seems unlikely, though. So, anyway, what did you do to get through this week, Jeff? Uh, so... That was uh, what Jeff did, wasn't it? Watch Austin Powers? No, that was like three weeks ago, and no one asked me, so it doesn't count. Yeah, we hadn't started that segment yet. Yeah. Uh, so, what I did was I, um, watched the... I guess it wasn't really a Nintendo Direct, but they did a live stream reveal of the Dragon Quest uh, character in Smash Brothers, all of his moves that he's going to have in the game, and then also revealed that he comes out tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And here's what is cool. So they're like... Wait, are you going to give us a comprehensive list of everything that's cool? Uh, no, just about just cool. about this specific thing, which I think mm, is fun. I'm less interested in that. Could okay. you give me a list of everything that's cool? Mm, yes, but this will be a very long episode, and I might <laughs> die by the end of it, because okay. it will take years and years. Could you just tell me what's cooler than being cool? Ice Cold. Yeah! yeah that's that, that song at the end of the episode. <laughs> what song? I don't know what you're referencing. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna start... That'll, that'll start being my response. It's like, song? I don't get it. What's a song? <laughs> um, anyway, I speak no English. So, what is Kiss? Uh, his conceit is you. Um, he has the fire move frizz 
the electric move zap and the uh his like up recovery move is whoosh and then his down special brings up a little like rpg menu with four random uh commands like there's a they there's like a dozen different commands and it'll pull up four of them and you get to choose one to use um which is very complicated. Yeah, it's very complicated. It gives this char- this one character more moves than any other character in Super Smash Brothers. But also, mm-hmm. it seems like they'd be way way slower to get anything done. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess the idea is you would do it while you have some free time, um, or just choose the first one that you get, because none of them is bad for you. Um, well, that's good. One of, I, one of the rare ones could be, like, neutral to bad, because it has a random effect, but the rest of them are like, this one boosts your attack, or this one gives you, like, a special once-per-battle, like, really good hit. Um, that type of thing. And, I don't know, I I like that, I think it's a really goofy, weird conceit of, this character just has, like, a bunch of spells, and you can use them at random. Um, and you can Does the final smash somehow involve the giant golem, which is the best character Mm -hmm. in the game? Oh, or slimes! Oh, you want to see those slimes. slimes Uh, You summon all of the heroes from the main series Dragon Quest games that aren't the playable characters. No, you can play as Dragon Quest XI hero, Dragon Quest VIII hero, Dragon Quest III hero, a.k.a. Erdrick, and Dragon Quest IV hero. I think what about four, Dragon maybe Quest five. II side hero, Princess Roz? Uh, none of the Dragon Quest II heroes or the Dragon Quest I hero are... Survived. Uh, they Boo. all died in transit to get to the Smash Boo. Brothers arena. It's a tragedy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was... Can you play as the Dragon Lord, and if not, why not? Um, well, that's the bad guy, and why would you want to play as a bad guy? Uh, Yeah, you wouldn't want to be Donkey Kong or King K. Rule or anything. Donkey Kong's the hero, you lunatic! (laughs) You started out as the villain. You lived long enough to see himself become the hero. (laughs) No, actually, I think that Mario started out as the villain. Has anyone ever made this this point before? He's he's 100% the villain in um, Donkey Donkey Kong Kong Jr. Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But they they did a whole thing about how, like, in Donkey Kong Country, you find out that the Donkey Kong in that, and that's the one in Smash Brothers, is actually Donkey Kong Jr., because Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole bunch of bullshit. I love that we talked about this on the old show, but I love that the Donkey Kong family tree just has branches that, like, disappear, and then other ones come out of nowhere. Yep. Why did you bother making a family tree, you guys? Why is there a Trixie Kong and a Tiny Kong and they look the same? One's a homunculus. Next Mm. question. Okay, cool. Well, (laughs) asked and answered. Why is Funky Kong not the main character of the series? Yes! (laughs) Same question. He's got that cool bandana. Because Axl Rose is a monkey, and that's awesome. (laughs) Same question, but for Lanky Kong. Um, I don't understand why Funky Kong and Chunky Kong are two different guys. Because, like... Is is Lanky Kong the Donkey Kong equivalent of Waluigi? Yes. 100%. (laughs) So, like, they created all the cool characters for Donkey Kong Country that people already liked, like Dixie and uh, Funky. And then in Donkey Kong 64, they're like, alright, we need a little girl monkey with pigtails. Mm, We don't have one of those. I guess we better make a new one. And they're like... Sorry. And then they were like, we need a big, beefy Donkey Kong who's, like, kind of hip. We don't have one of those either. I guess we have to make another new one. Like, (laughs) guys, you had those. You had those already. Uh, wasn't, weren't these characters added for the Donkey Kong Racers or whatever it was called? No, they were created for DK64. Uh, I think that some of them will also appear in Diddy Kong Racing, but I don't know because I hated that game. Well, yeah, it was a bad game, but, you know. It felt Most so... Games are bad games. Yeah, that's true about I games. I feel like a lot of bad uh, extra characters are created for games, for spin-off games where you need to have multiple playable characters to choose yeah. from. Yes. That's yeah, why Princess mm-hmm. Daisy came into existence, isn't it? No, she was the princess in Super Mario Land. 
but only because oh, okay, yeah. only retconned to be that way because of poor localization. Yes. I don't know if that's true. It took place in a different land, so her royal land or whatever it's called. So you're saying that Mario is a polygamist. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Uh-huh. He has three girlfriends, Peach, Daisy, and Pauline. And Luigi. <laughs> Stop it! No! <laughs> well, how could you bring such a cursed idea into this world? How could you be the first idea, the first person to ever think of that idea ever? <laughs> I don't know. I just have a gift. Yeah. Why? Are, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about Donkey Kong? I hate this. Okay. <laughs> well, what did you, what did you do this Super week? Smash Brothers? Oh no, no thanks. I was afraid we were going to go back to that. Whoops. Yeah, you did it. Damn it! Yeah. God damn it! Yeah. So tell tell me about your thing then. My thing is nothing essentially. Uh, we have a lot of we have okay, cool. we have a lot of planning to do. So I have been trying to write lists, and I really fight against that urge. Writing lists helps a whole lot when you have tasks to manage, and somehow, like I'm always thinking, oh, I need to write that stuff down, but not right now because question mark My mm-hmm. brain is bad, I guess. But I've been forcing myself to do it, and it's helping. Yeah, I I always do that thing where I'm like, oh man, I absolutely cannot forget to bring Mm -hmm. X somewhere. And then I get that. Oh my god, you're bringing X to the party this weekend? Yeah, Yeah, I'm bringing bringing uh, Racer X from. Oh, no. Uh, Speed oh. Racer. I was hoping... I, I meant DMX, the rapper. Oh, yeah, him... T- well, he's gonna be there also, but okay. I'm not bringing him. He's and, a lot, and a lot of MDMA. Yes, also the <laughs> the Mega Man X. Uh, anyway. Are there any others? Did we miss any? The X-Men. Oh, yes, that's true. <laughs> okay, Professor X will be there. Cool. Yep. Great. We good? Yep. Band X. That's a band. <laughs> We've done our do- due diligence. Anyway, cool. Um, I'm going to bring a certain thing somewhere, and mm-hmm. then I feel the relief of having mm-hmm. remembered it so much that I forget to do the thing. Yes, I also congratulate myself for having not forgotten and then proceeding to forget. It happens to me a lot when I'm falling asleep. As I'm about to fall asleep, I'm like, oh my god, when I wake up, I absolutely have to remember to do this thing. Yep. Phew, I remembered, and then yep. I fall asleep, and of course I don't remember when I wake up. Time to reward myself with 40 winks. Yep. <laughs> I dust my hands on my pajamas and fall asleep. But I find it really helps me when I'm just generally worried. To write down everything I can think of that I need to do, so it's just a jumbled, complicated list of things that I need to buy, but then also things that I actually do and activities. And, like, they have no relation to each other. They're not organized in any way. They're just mm-hmm. all on a list. But yep. it does help. Do you guys use um, Bring, the app Bring? Never heard of that. It's like a shared shopping list app, and it's very useful if you are doing, like, grocery shopping or something with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um my grocery link will sync up with other people, but uh, I don't need to do that, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm <building. laughs> yeah, that's what Bring does. It's just like you can add things to the list. Jen and I have been using it to put songs that we want to have on our wedding uh, dance playlist, and mm-hmm. the images it comes up with are great. Like when we put You Make My Dreams by Hall & Oates on that list, uh, it put up a little like pot of whipped cream. <laughs> What? Yeah. Yeah, what? I don't know. It tries to put an image that it thinks is closest to the thing that you put, and it assumes everything is groceries, so it's very funny. (laughs) (laughs) What? Okay. It's great. I I guess so, right? Is there a Dream Whip? Is that like a Cool Whip? I'm trying to think of products that would have that in the name. Oh, no. Sorry. Dream Dream Whip is one of the items in Castlevania. (laughs) Okay, thanks. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh, man. Dream Whip is actually one of the synonyms that came up when I looked up horny on the uh, (laughs) dictionary. It's my favorite level from the Kirby games. (laughs) Actually, that's probably a real thing. Probably. <laughs> do we have any others? Did we do our due diligence on this dumb joke, God, too? This episode is just us making... Oh, actually, if Luisa's thing is making lists, and we're just yep. making lists of jokes, that, <laughs> that right, makes Top sense. five things Dream Whip could be. <laughs> All right, David Letterman, go for it. Yep. Uh, it's a synth pop playlist on Spotify. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, All right, number two. One more. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how many have we got with? You said five. You did. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm, I'm not doing them by myself. Are you, you insane? Have to. No. Okay, I here we go. Uh, what are three things that you wouldn't want to buy at the grocery store? 
That's David Letterman, right? Yeah, uh, sure. dildo. <laughs> I was I was doing Karnak from Tonight Show. Yeah, a Bible. Yep. What? What? <laughs> I don't I don't get this joke because I don't know what you said. <laughs> Do you know the character Karnak from the Tonight Show? No, I don't. Then you're not going to get this joke. <laughs> okay, cool. That's why <laughs> I said what? Is it for you? It's fine. You could maybe have got it from context if I was helping out with what Matt was doing, but I wasn't helping. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be a running theme in this episode. I, I know I Karnak so from the Inhumans. Is that the same thing? Nope. Well, maybe. Okay. Sure. Uh, he's he's a guy who does kung fu really good. He can, like, punch you in the shoulder and make your whole body fall into just a pile of bones. Mm. <laughs> I have been looking for somebody to do that to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes so. you so horny to know. <laughs> it really gets my dream whip up. <laughs> oh. Well, oh that's five. God. I'm declaring it. <laughs> yep. We can move on. Yep. It makes you feel like a real cranky Kong. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys need to make lists to help you calm down sometime or no uh I'm yeah not- i wanted one thing i do is i make a list in my mind of people who i'm convinced hate me <laughs> what if you wrote it down That's- and then it would help you deal with it better really- they work for nixon right I really relate to this because I often when i'm stressed make lists in my mind of people who hate jeff <laughs> <laughs> uh Louisa, I need to not let this go, even okay. though Matt tried to move on from it. But yep. why would you want me to have the mental stability of Richard Nixon? <laughs> I thought that, that was, was a joke. <laughs> I said it worked for Nixon, right? And no yeah, one commented. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. That's what I was commenting on. Now that's a crazy thing to say. What yeah. are you saying? What you're supposed crazy. to do is laugh and be like, "That was a pretty good joke, Louisa." Mm-hmm. Was it a joke? Of course, it was a joke. Uh, is a joke when you say something that's just on its face obviously untrue? Yes! It's called okay. hyperbole. Oh. Uh, Hi- Matt, hyperbole. can you explain hyperbole to Jeff, please? Sure. So the thing I did this week is... Yep. Uh, I went to a uh, an Atlas Obscura event in Yonkers, New York. Okay. Um, okay. And it was very weird. It was like a garden party in a in a... Uh, old estate in Yonkers that used to be the the home of the uh, Satanist movement in the like forties and fifties. Alistair Crowley, mm. yeah, that that whole crowd. Okay. So I'm going to a garden party and I'm bringing Satan, Atlas Obscura. Okay. <laughs> Don't play garden parties. I know that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably no, not Alistair Crowley. Anton Lavey, if it's the forties and fifties. Uh, okay. I don't know. It might be, I don't know what time and period it was, but it, yeah. it was like, it was an estate that they did satanic rituals at, and then it kind of fell into disrepair, and then people fixed it back up. But it still had a lot of the old, weird, like, pretending to be Greek pagan architecture and stuff. Uh-huh. And, and that was very cool. Um, yeah, there was like a really long walkway down to the, the banks of the Hudson River, and there was a bunch of people in, in like uh, tunics with snakes singing to the goddesses or whatever. Nice. Like the Minoan, uh, were they topless? Were they topless? They weren't topless, but they could. If they had moved quickly, they could have been okay. easily. Okay. But they were all in their fifties, probably. Yeah. The, the Flash has this problem too. Mm-hmm. Where if he moves too quickly, he'll be topless. <laughs> that was worth. That? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the flash is a problem that uh, old ladies <laughs> want to flash him. Which, yeah, that's probably true. It's yeah. where he gets his name from. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway. Like that song, they call him The Flash. Yeah. yeah. That song at the end of the episode. Flash. Uh... <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> um, Tell us about your thing. We're going mad from the yeah, is what we're doing. I don't even know what to say anymore. You guys went so far away So from why it. did you go to this Satan party with yeah. your best friend Anton LaVey? <laughs> I don't know. It was a thing that was happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a happening. That's what yeah. they called it when people did Satanist things, right? Kinda. I don't know. But anyway, there was a... Yeah, there was a cool band that was marching around. The trombone player looked exactly like Jeff. Can you make a list of all the cool bands? No. (laughs) Okay. Um, There was a theremin player. Was it a marching band? You said they were marching around, so now I'm a bit confused. Yeah, there was a a marching band, but not 
Not the kind that all wears uniforms, just the kind that walk around wearing suspenders and vests. The kind that walk around in New Orleans being cooler than you? Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, except the trombone player looked like Jeff, so he wasn't cooler than me. First of all, how dare you? Also, <laughs> I, I saw that you took a picture of this man, and... I, for the record, I don't think he looks like Jeff, um, except in a The Game of Guess Who uh, right. scenario. He had all of has Jeff's traits. Both of Jeff's traits. <laughs> oh, sorry, all three of Jeff's traits. I forgot I'm also fat. <laughs> I don't think either of you are fat. Yeah, come on. Me or the trombonist? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I mean, I don't think he was fat. Certainly, he was a marching trombonist. He gets a right. lot of exercise. Uh huh. Marching trombonists are definitely the fattest of all marching band people. Besides <laughs> maybe the yeah, the, yeah, I was going to say besides maybe the tubas. Except the tuba in my high school marching band was also like he was like tall and lanky. Hmm. A real lanky Kong. We actually didn't have sousaphones, though, so he had to march with the tuba on his shoulders, so he had to be, you know, yep. real big rather than... Anyway, this is not important. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, the main thing I wanted to talk about is there was a guy there who had a, uh, like a suitcase called the luggage, or the suitcase of wonders, and mm. it was a little suitcase that he opened up and it was a little stage. It was a porno mags. Yeah. No, there's a little stage with a curtain and there's a little magician and a wind up elephant and the magician what? made the elephant disappear. <laughs> It was like a tiny miniature, like a Punch and Judy magic show. Oh, cool. It was cool. And what was very cool is that when we came up to it, the guy who was like running the thing was pretending to be surly and smoking a cigarette on his break and then like exasperated that we had come up to, to view, to watch the thing. Uh -huh. But then I realized that he, his cigarette was really a microphone and he was ventriloquizing into the microphone to be the voice of the tiny magician. Mm, that's pretty oh, that's fucking cute. good. Like it was that. very good. I, I can't believe that that's not more common and it's a brilliant, brilliant idea. Idea. I guess because people don't do that sort of thing anymore as an entertainment is why it's not more popular. I suppose. I'm just thinking about, like, I, well, what I said at the time was, oh, man, they should do that for, like, plays and stuff so that people don't have to have obvious microphones. Mm -hmm. But then I was thinking about how if you saw a musical and someone was trying to sing with a cigarette in their mouth, <laughs> that would be very difficult. <laughs> very, very yes. funny. Yep. <laughs> well, that sounds really cool. It was really cool, and the little wind-up elephant was very cute and moved in a very derpy way, <laughs> which I liked. Nice. Um, so you enjoyed this event, but uh, as a result, you had to pledge your life to Satan? Uh, I feel like I've kind of already pledged my life to Satan in a in a <laughs> passive way, but we made it official. It's because you did when you signed your student loan papers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, it came with the goatee. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I, why I can only grow a goatee now, is because of my mm -hmm. allegiance to Satan. Yeah, yeah. devil ham, am I right? Mm-hmm. I wish that cults were as cool as the people who made up all of those cults in the 80s thought they were. Because yeah. real yeah. cults were always just like, it's a bunch of 17-year-old girls who ha got tricked into being the uh, harem for some 45-year-old racist. The yeah, problem we already is talked about this, how we can run a really great cult and they wouldn't be bad like all those other cults. <laughs> the problem is that any cult in real life would be bad because yeah. all the best parts about cults are, first of all, it's all very beautiful and successful people, which would never happen. Yeah. And two, like... It's all the fun parts that you see, but then you have to be like, okay, well, I guess everyone, like, we all have to use a porta potty now because we're out <laughs> in the middle of the woods. Yeah, no, like, here's. Pledging our lives to Satan or whatever. Here's what no. you do. Here's how you do it successfully you have a secret society. That's how you get rich mm -hmm. and famous and cool people to be part of it. And then you don't have to worry about their upkeep. They go away and bring you back money. That is the perfect cult. But yep. then you have to worry about some kind of anonymous uh, hero. I, I don't know why I chose the word anonymous, you know. <laughs> uh, but some some kind of hero. Is he, wearing, is he wearing a Guy Fox mask and hacking my inter information? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some, just an eyes wide shut. Is he DDoSing my secret society? <laughs> some... 
some anonymous guy um, uh-huh. who's going to change things. I'm trying to make it like okay. 4chan change um, uh, by asking the right cues and getting the right A's, uh, putting together all the clues and figuring out that you're running this uh, vampire uh, child trafficking ring. I know that you're making a joke, but I don't know what the joke is. I have no idea. I'm talking about if you started this cult, then QAnon would be right. I don't think that... I don't don't think you understand either cult or QAnon well enough to make this joke. No, I do. Why would I start a a cult in support of... Oh, I guess I do hate Donald Trump. But I wouldn't support, like child pornography or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. Well, it, you would start the cult and be like, job well done, and then leave. <laughs> and then some failed beach boy is going to hop in there and be like, hey, everybody needs to do... We all need to do a race war. Guys, <laughs> like, that's where it goes You bad. just described the Catholic Church. Boo! <laughs> Tell boo me to everybody. Boo to all of you! Boo to the Catholic Church! Boo to everyone involved in this! Boo! You're tearing uh, up a picture of the Pope right now. Yeah. Didn't oh, she's dead now. Everyone's dead. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, man. She was right, though. It's really funny how we all got mad at her, but she was right. Yep, it's true, um, because we were all like, oh, Madonna hates her. Madonna must be the good one. Madonna's always the bad one, you guys. No, I don't Madonna's think so. The bad guy. Madonna with the goatee. She's the bad one. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That's just um, Vanilla Ice, Louisa. You've been reading the sex book too much. I guess it's probably time to move on to the wiki, but really the main thing I want to talk about is how QAnon has morphed to be a thing about vampires. Has Um, it really? Like, actual magical vampires? Uh, I don't know if part of it is that there's magic involved, but the the new part is they think that the concept of adrenochrome uh, from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is real. Where Paul Simon song. If you make someone really scared and then drink their blood, you'll um, get super high from it. Have you tried it? Uh, yeah, have you tried, Jeff? Come on. My lawyer says that I have to say no when I answer that question. Mm -hmm. Your lawyer is Alex Jones, right? (laughs) No, Alex Jones is one of the heroes in QAnon. It's the bad guys doing adrenochrome uh, doping. Wait, I thought you said QAnon was doing it. Who's doing it? You're trying to tell me that there's a form of doping that Alex Jones isn't doing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, QAnon thinks that the, uh, like, child sex ring conspiracy, the thing that they're doing is not just doing sex crimes to the children, but making them really scared by, like, doing violence on them and then drinking their blood to get high. Just like the plot of the movie Monsters, Inc. Yes. Oh, yeah, right. I wasn't sure if we had talked about it on the show. But I wanted to make sure we did because it's my favorite terrifying thing about the bad world. Do you think there's one person behind the QAnon conspiracy who is just a very good prankster? (laughs) I'm not sure because there does actually have to be one person posting or at least someone who shares their password because... um, No, sorry, you missed the point of the thing I said. (laughs) I don't care right. if it's one person or many people. My point is, right. do you think are one they of doing those a people joke? Is just doing it as a joke? Yeah. I I would think that if uh, if it wasn't tied to a specific individual, I could be more sure that um, all of the like at least half of it was done in jest. But if it is like a single person or a team in charge of all of it, I have to assume that they are serious because of some of the like deeply troubling friend, aspects uh, of who's it. Like vampire maybe. <laughs> right? Probably. Yeah, I bet they have one friend who is just like, can I get these guys to believe word for word the plot of Monsters, Inc.? But here's <laughs> like, the thing. This about, is about life when you get older. You realize that that person's just as bad. <laughs> when yes, you're younger, you're like, no, that person's cool. <laughs> but then yeah. when you're older, you're like, no, they're also bad. Yeah, there's functionally no difference between someone doing this because they believe that there's a dungeon yeah. under that pizza place and because someone would thinks it would be really funny if someone shot that pizza place employee. Yeah. Uh, Why? Why did we get after this? Time to move on to the wiki. Yeah. Uh, We've got the wiki for something called Emmerdale, which seems to be a soap opera. Uh, So, no background, just a lime green color for me. You guys? Uh, It's more of an olive green. What? What's more of an olive green for me? 
Oh, I've got a little a landscape uh, with hills and clouds oh. and like little cobblestone buildings. Huh. Okay. Little, little boxes a, made a of British road sign that says Summerdale on, or Emmerdale on it. You That's not the, end of the, the one thing. The one thing that it's called. You well, it I it, it's out of focus. It's hard to see. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, his eyes have sweat in them from the heat. I can barely hear what Jeff's saying. Created yeah. on the fourth of February, twenty ten, this community was built by the fans for the fans and is dedicated to housing a useful and informative database for all subject matter related to the long running ITV soap opera Emmerdale. Side note: I don't know if I've ever heard of this show. I have definitely not heard of it. Uh, <laughs> apparently, it was known as Emmerdale Farm until 1989, if that helps. Our goal is to collaborate with other fans in order to build a reliable, accurate resource with as much detailed information about episodes, characters, and story elements as possible. All are welcome to join and contribute, edits are constructive, positive, relevant. This is far more comprehensive than we're used to seeing. Like, it told me what it is. It's It's a soap opera running on this channel. It's very useful. It's almost like this is a page that was made by people who like a thing that is for mature adults, (laughs) as opposed to a page that is made by people who are barely able to dress themselves. Uh, So we're going to play Price is Right for how many episodes of this show there are, because there is an individual page for every single episode of this show. So 14,801 episodes. <laughs> yes, that's how many pages. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Louisa, how many episodes? Uh, mm, closest to that going over. 14,802. They haven't gotten the most recent one yet. Okay. Uh, there are 8,541 episodes, including the one transmitted on July 19th, 2019. Oh, damn it. Well, we got that. That is. It's still going. Holy hell. (laughs) Yeah, it's been on since, uh, October 16th, 1972. Here's a question. Do you guys think this is set in modern day? Yes. Yeah, I think. Yes. It's it's a soap opera. It is set from like when it premiered to now. Although I I know what you're talking about, Matt, because there's a picture of a woman and a little girl leaning over a fence. Yes, and they could be from like Anna Green Gables times, except there is a car in the background. Yes, and when I scroll down, there's a section called "On This Day," and it says 30th of July. That's the day we're recording, 1974. Joe still can't get a hold of Mister Sharp. I don't know what that means, but there's a picture next to it of people wearing extremely early 70s clothing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Christine tells Joe that she has written to him stating they're getting married. <laughs> Wait, so she... That seems like something she, you would do back in the, uh, in the 19th century, right? <laughs> I'm writing you a letter to let you know that we will be getting married in April of this year. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, like, <laughs> all right, our parents, t- our, my parents, your parents wrote to me to say that we're getting married, so I'm letting, I'm informing you that it will yeah. be happening. <laughs> um, Mr. Sharp warns Joe about marrying Christine, saying she's a dreamer and their marriage won't last. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Mm. Yeah, that's a shame. And it didn't. The end. <laughs> then she died. I so, mean, what's this interesting was 1974. Everything seems quite so. quaint. There's little villages. You see, like, a uh, tavern sign. You see the people looking over a fence or whatever. And then you see, like, cool teens wearing black leather, and they're all lit up by neon colors on a black background, and they look super angry yeah, they're looking at you. Like, it what's looks that like about? A pro- it looks like a promo shot from Marvel's Runaways. Yes! <laughs> so yeah. What's this all about? I'm looking That's at... That's the modern cast. I want to see character... I want to see, like, who... Is there a character who's been on this continually from the beginning played by the same actor? Hmm. Uh, there probably isn't, and I'm not going to find it on the characters page, because as I scroll down, I get stuff like Airport Officer, episode 6,597. <laughs> airport Airport Official, episode 4,191. No, this isn't going to help. Wherever this is filmed, is this like Law & Order, where if you live in New York, you were definitely on it once? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then when, but, after you become successful York, as an actor... England. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, here we go. country. There's more information, because this, 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 this fan wiki fucking gives you some information. Uh, it's set in the fictional village of Emmerdale in the Yorkshire Dales, and okay. it's produced in Yorkshire, uh, so I guess it's filmed in Yorkshire, it's not specific about studio. Oh man, does okay. that mean everyone has one of those awful northern accents? Probably. Probably. 
Apologies to any fan, uh, any of our fans who have Yorkshire accents. Your accents sound stupid. <laughs> Wait, I'm not. I'm not apologizing for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said apologies, but then you did a thing that was like not apologizing. Sorry, I didn't mean I was apologizing for my statement. I was apologizing to them. To them, their accent yeah. is mm-hmm. stupid. Sorry, the world has saddled you with such such a bad accent. <laughs> oh man, category actors who have played multiple roles. Oh, Hell just yes. like Law and Order. Nice. Mm. Oh my god, there's so many. Yeah, I bet. I have to scroll down the page for A like three times to get finished with the A column. Lots of actors have played multiple roles on this show. Yeah, it's probably, like you said, just like Law and Order. I'm willing to bet that there's someone who plays an extra in like their 20s, and then once they're an established actor in like their 30s or 40s, they get a recurring role. I, uh, randomly clicking through the, uh, the most recent activity on the page, found exactly the information that Jeff was looking for. Oh, tell me! Would you like to know the... Okay, so the original cast was 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 people. All 15 of them are now gone from the show. Would you like to know the year that the most recent one left? 2015! Do we have to guess? Yeah, go ahead and guess. I'm going to guess 2018. 2009. Oh, man. Mm, Seems like forever ago. Annie Sugden. (laughs) Great. I found a page that actually has the thing I just expressed mild interest in knowing. It's titled, it's a category titled Regular Cast Members Who Have Appeared in Guest Roles. Uh Uh, There are a bunch of them. Okay. It's fun. Cool. Yep, that that thing I, that thing I said probably happened. Well, wait, it hold did. on. There was a character called Jack Sugden who was played by one actor from 1972 to 1976, and then a different actor from 1980 to 2008. What do you think that means? Every they just recast it. Yeah, the soap operas will do that. They'll like recast someone for a week because that person's sick. Yeah. What? Really? It's crazy. It's a crazy thing. Yeah, American soap operas are on five days a week. Yeah, but how um, do you follow who's who? The, well, they will say, uh, say they, hello to them every time they enter a scene. <laughs> they hello, say at the beginning of <laughs> they'll say at the beginning of the episode like the role of blah 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 will be played by different actor <laughs> under <today."> study. <laughs> like they genuinely say that. I watched a lot of soap operas when I was a child because my mom watched them. Oh man, there's a character, Tom Merrick, who was played by three different actors. Yeah. And it probably does that thing that American ones do with babies, where the character, like, baby will be born, and then it will be an infant the next week, and then within a year it will be a walking, talking child, and within two years it will be a teenager. And then within four years it'll be dead. <laughs> uh, that's how Hayden Panettiere got her start. She was on Guiding Light as one of the like rapidly aged up children during. I don't her know why, years. but I was certain you were going to say that's how Hayden Panettiere died. <laughs> yeah, she died from the Jack disease that oh, they injected so into, into that. soap so opera really babies. Now. Before yeah, this maybe. episode comes out. Uh, so, do you want to hear Jack my disease? Right, let me Google it. I uh, go for put yours. The link in the thing. I'll do that. I can barely hear Jeff. He's like whispering a ghost. Yep. Doctor Kenny. Here's where you get into the weird soap opera stuff. So there's a paragraph about Doctor Kenny. Mm-hmm. Doctor Kenny was a doctor who looked after Ross Barton after he was admitted to the hospital due to a fight with his brother Pete in August 2015. The hospital found the fake passport that Kane Dingle had given him on Ross Kane when he was taken Dingle. to the hospital. Kane Dingle. <laughs> So they assumed he was called Stephen Parkin. Dr. Kenny thought that Ross was suffering brain damage after not knowing who Stephen Parkin was. Dr. Kenny also told the police that Ross was not able to talk to them yet after Ross didn't want to talk to them. Oh my god, this is that <laughs> screenshot of that baseball video game of the, like, farmers yeah. trying to come up with western names. Yes. <laughs> Mike Truck. <laughs> Kane Dingle and Stephen Parkin. And it's spelled P-A-R-K-I-N. Like, yeah. 
like a country song about parking. Listen, if you, if you truly get into like English names, not just the ones that have made it over here, like Carter or whatever, if you get into English names, they are this ridiculous. I mean, the guy who played Dr. Kenny uh, was named Nigel Fares. So yeah. that's a very, that's a much more, I, I expect that. Guys, uh, I feel like you're you're not on board with how ridiculous the name Kane Dingle is, though. <laughs> I am. That's insane. That's a crazy I mean, like, name to give to a main character. You to how ridiculous the name, uh, what was it? Stephen Nigel Parkin? Fares is, or whatever. No, Stephen Nigel Fares Parkin. is normal. Listen, those are human names. They're okay. dumb, they're bad, but they're human names. This is going to get Kane way better. Dingle. Shut up a minute. I clicked on Kane Dingle. I also Same. did, yes. Kane Dingle is the illegitimate son of Zach Dingle. <laughs> and Zach is just spelled <laughs> Z-A-K. Yes. And that is a far more ridiculous name. Mm, I no, don't know, disagree. But I do like that he has fucking seven siblings. Nathan <laughs> Why would you Dingle, name Butch Dingle, Ben Dingle, <laughs> Chaz Dingle, Sam Dingle, Tina Dingle, and Belle Dingle? Yeah, Butch sure. Dingle is absolutely someone's porn name. <laughs> um, Kane Dingle is an insane thing to name your quasi incest love child. Oh my god. <sighs> Butch Dingle is so good. <laughs> bell Dingle seems especially cruel because Dingle is the sound a bell makes. True. You're very onomatopoetic at that point. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so I got a random page as well, and my random page is Joe Stedman. Normal kind of name. Well, I was seems, hoping that would be good. much more insane. Yeah. Joe Stedman was a biker and short-term... Sure? Oh, you did. did. Sorry. I'm sorry. Joe Stedman was a biker and the short-term girlfriend of Alan Turner in August and October of 1997. Mm -hmm. Joe wanted Alan to sell the wool pack. <laughs> Which we know and is a pub because that was on the main page. Okay, good. Thank you for letting me know. Uh, and <laughs> no, that's an item that you need her. to upgrade your cane dingle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Alan told her that he has lived here for over a decade and has built a life here. He told Joe to live her dream and that he will be waiting for her when she returns. But Joe left and never returned. Oh, so sad. Because now, this she, is was, she was by werewolves on the way to the airport. <laughs> Oh my god. This is so bizarre. If he had said, no, I live in this village and my family's always lived here and I feel a connection I can't leave, but he's been there for over a decade, so he doesn't want to leave. And also, <laughs> I, it's weird that this paragraph changes to refer to where he is as here mm -hmm. halfway through. Like, mm -hmm. he has lived in Emmerdale, surely would be the grammatically correct way to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gets oh, very man. conversational. Yes. Now Joe we're Stedman's halfway through the paragraph. <laughs> Listen, we all know about Joe Stedman, so let me get real with you. <laughs> Joe Stedman seems like a normal name. The actress who plays her, Julie P's good. Mm -hmm. Yep, that is a tragic oh. name. Well, she was named after a talent she has. <laughs> <laughs> She's named after her her great-grandfather's favorite food. I mean, it is. Um, P's is a uh, crop. It's like a lentil. Yeah, I know. So, yeah. yeah, they're like little green beans. Yeah, it's a traditional name, but it does sound terrible. Um, she appeared on 24 episodes from August 21st to October 29th of 1997. Damn. Oh, cool. Did she help Jack Bauer? Yep. She appeared on so she appeared on some 24 episodes. Yeah, that's what you said. She was on 24 mm -hmm. episodes. Yeah, yeah. I emphasize it that way and everything. Uh -huh. I can't believe uh, that we're not allowed to put comments on these pages. Frankly. I know. That's very It's a crime, honestly. That's uh, become my favorite I, part of this show. I got another character. Um Okay. It, There's a it, lot of characters has, in this show. <laughs> yes. He has a normal name. It's Ellis Chapman. I've put a link in the chat for you. Mm -hmm. um, this is a person Ellis, of color. Are we sure this is from this show? <laughs> uh, born 1997, he arrived oh, in the yeah. village September 2018, so this is a recent character. Mm. The son of Jesse Dingle and oh, the, brother of, <laughs> the brother of Billy the Fletcher. the family on the show? <laughs> it seems like it. They got so many goddamn brothers and sisters. <laughs> Okay, so it looks like Marlon Dingle, who oh, looks... God. Marlon yeah. Dingle looks like uh, 
the type of guy who would warn you away from the old camp down the road that you and your friends are heading to for a long weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, he married Jesse Dingle, who is an, uh, uh, I was going to say African American out of habit, but no, she's not American. Uh, he married a black lady, lady named Jesse Grant, and they had okay. a child together named Ellis, right. um, who I guess didn't live with them or they lived outside of Emmerdale. Hold on. Those are his parents because later it says this sentence. Jesse's boyfriend, Marlon Dingle, offered Ellis his spare room and he moved into Tall Tree's cottage. Is that his father oh. then being like, yeah, I guess I'll throw you a room? I see. Um, maybe it's is, um, wait, a, a kid from a previous relationship. <laughs> we need a flowchart <laughs> for these people. Matt, okay, Maddie Barton, Moira's mother, or sorry, Maddie's mother is Moira Dingle. Maddie yes. Barton's mother is Moira. Okay, who is Maddie I just Barton? just need to look... <laughs> Okay, Maddie Barton is Hawkeye's son. Okay, he's Victoria's friend. All right, now who is Victoria? Mm -hmm. Okay, we're getting somewhere now. Victoria Barton. uh... No, it can't be Victoria Barton because her friend is Maddie Barton, and it didn't say. Um, Maddie Barton. Maddie Barton is um, a trans man who is John Barton and Moira Dingle's son. But yeah, we know it. The Morgan Diggles his mother. Yeah, we know that. But okay. Victoria Barton yeah. is his friend, no, who is not related to him. It can't be Victoria. You can't click on that name. It can't be Victoria Barton. Though, I clicked on it, and it is. Oh no! But why would it say friend instead of any of their relations? I think she married Maddie's brother. Okay. Because it says Victoria Ann Barton Nay Sugden. Oh, this is interesting. Wow. The character was, um, uh, before coming, before leaving the show and then coming back, uh, having transitioned, uh, was played by a woman and is now played by a trans man, um, the first transgender character on the show. That's nice. That's pretty okay, cool. Yes. I have the terrible backs. urge to ask you guys to shut up so I can read and try to figure yeah. out these relations. I okay. am no, so interested. On. I yeah, think. Go, on. go ahead. Matt. Victoria Barton is married to Adam Barton, who is Maddie Barton's brother. Okay. And Victoria is friends... No, wait. Victoria is friends with Maddie Barton. Yes. Uh, yeah, how we got to this point. How does this relate to Ellis Chapman at all? I have no idea. Uh, I Jesse's think that it's... boyfriend. No, Ellis... Ellis's mother is Jesse Grant. Wait, what? But okay. yes, Jesse, Jesse Grant. is not Marlon Dingle. We know that, because that's just Jesse's Oh, yeah, boyfriend. no father listed. Okay. Um, so I Surely guess his just Jesse from a Chapman, previous relationship came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Probably from a recent, um, a recent episode, like, or sorry, a previous relationship um, in TV brain. Um, I think it's really interesting that soap operas, and I even remember this as a kid, are a place where you get like inclusivity being. Uh, successfully or not put in there uh, just because they have to produce so many episodes yeah. and they're just like uh, uh, what what things are hot right now and in the 90s it was like okay we'll do like a gay character right we can mm-hmm. have characters be bisexual and stuff right that'll be new god we have to write four more scripts this week and we only got one type of person how can we work the floss dance into this <laughs> <laughs> they all get really into fidget spinners for yeah. a whole month <laughs> Um, I love how bad the first names are in this. The Dingle thing was funny for a while, but looking at this more, there's so many like Billy, Maddie, Kathy, like are these all toddlers? Rana Goskirk is a character. That's a really good one. Yeah, everyone's bad. You're right. Dottie. I agree. Spouses, spouses, Mr. Chapman is listed for uh, <laughs> Jesse Grant. So, yeah, we don't know. Uh, oh, there's a character named Bearwolf. Everyone shut up. I'm going to click on this name. What? Okay. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Bearwolf? Yes. Okay. Bearwolf is the biological father of Patty Kirk. So, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, he's a wrestler. Hmm. Uh, okay. Is that his wrestling name? <laughs> Good question. Not answered. Oh, oh man, he uh, looks like a wrestler. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to (laughs) faint. 
Oh, hi, right, can we stop making the show now? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. That's so good that you can't have invented it. That has to be just what they call it, right? In real life. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, man. I, oh, I feel I was lightheaded. To make the joke as it was coming out of my mouth. Yeah. No, it's perfect. It's, this is why the Greeks had the idea of muses just being around and then reaching down to touch you because they liked yeah. you. This is what happened to you just now. Yeah. God, you coined that phrase. It does. I googled it. It doesn't exist. Right, TM. No one feel that. Please. What would you even do with that? You name your uh, uh, memoir that if you're a wrestler. No, you name your uh, wrestling character non <laughs> Oh my god, my, I'm getting tunnel vision. I'm gonna die. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Okay, when you said that that would be the name of your wrestling persona, immediately in my mind, you're a Marquis de Sade type of figure. Oh yes, definitely, for sure. You can't have a French wrestling name without being some kind of pervert. Oh, Jesus Christ! Not to boom! Alright, right, we gotta stop doing this show. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, Alright, well, I hope you guys like this episode. I feel like this one justified the last few being not very good. Uh, so... No, I like last week. You shut up. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I think our show is great. Uh, anyway, if you liked it, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please let your friends know about it. Um, and, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us seeingreddit at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at hackthenetpod. Uh, we post every episode every week on the, the Twitter feed, so you can comment on there if you want. And, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Mastodon at mattheron at mastodon.cloud. Whew. Um, you can find me on Mastodon, Mastodon.cloud slash at JK, Jeff JK on Snapchat and Instagram. Uh, I made a couple friends with people. I don't know if they listen to this show or if they listen to Creepypodsta. Um, oh, this episode will be the first one to come out after I announced it on the other show, but Creepypodsta is ending. So, um, welcome to any Creepypodsta listeners who have joined us over here on this show. I've been mm-hmm. trying to steer them here if they just want to hear me keep talking. Um, so welcome. The Patreon is going to be closing down. So, uh, I'm going to put up, I think, I guess I'll, I'll probably put up the stuff that's relevant to this show on this feed, but I'm going to put the stuff that's relevant to the other show on the creepy to feed. Um, Beowulf's real name has never been revealed. Yeah. So do with that what you need. That's the end of my stuff. <clears throat> All right. You can find me on Mastodon. At Louisa at Bastodon.xyz. Come and talk to me. Be my friend. Let's figure out wrestling names and stuff. Why not? <laughs> I give people prompts now for what they should talk to me about, but nobody does that, so that's fine. Nope. <laughs> well, just like no one uh, who hosts this show listens to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. If you want to join our, uh, our Discord, you can direct message any of us, and we'll give you an invitation so you can talk to us. Um, so please come back next time. But in the meantime, please don't forget about us, your net nannies. Delete your account. Get ready for jazz. 